Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. So this is our final episode in our manifestation series. For the entire month of February, we have been focusing on the ins and outs of manifestation. And unfortunately, since February is a shorter month, we only have space for four episodes, and this is the last one. First, I hope you have found this series helpful. I have said it so many times over the last month, but I really used to believe that manifestation was not for me, that it wasn't possible for me. And so when I talk and teach about manifestation, I really come from it from that perspective of someone who really wants this manifestation stuff to work, but also gives it the side eye or is unsure or who has tried it so many times, but it just doesn't seem to catch on. So I really hope that in the last couple episodes, you have found a tool or idea or a concept that really spoke to you. And here we are in our final episode, and I was thinking to myself, how do we go out with a bang? You know, what could I talk about that would be the most helpful or the greatest piece of advice that I could leave you with? Which is, that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure on one episode. But I thought it would be really cool to have an episode that is all about the game changers. What were those ideas, concepts, and tools that really changed the game for me? What were those ideas, concepts, and tools that really allowed me to understand manifestation in a deeper way or allowed me to get out of my own way? So today's episode is going to be all about those concepts, ideas, and tools. I'm going to be sharing some personal stories. I'm also going to be sharing with you my favorite metaphors. If you have been part of the wholehearted community for a while, you know I love me some analogies and metaphors. So this episode is great for anyone who's feeling a little stuck or confused or wants to understand manifestation in a deeper way. And I've been saying this all month, but my course, Everyday Magic, for the month of February is 50 
50% off with the code 50 off. That's the number 50 and then OFF. If you have enjoyed this series and you're like, ugh, but I want a little bit more, I want a little bit more specificity, go to wholehearted-coaching.com slash everyday-magic. You can also head to the show notes and you can check out that course. It's, it's such a great deep dive into manifestation. Okay, let's get into our final manifestation episode. Today's Mindset Monday reads, When it comes to manifestation, all you need to know is the what and the why. The universe will take care of the when, the where, and the how. So this is the truth. Our Mindset Monday, which seems so simple in idea but can be so hard to sometimes execute in our real lives, is the truth when it comes to manifestation. All we need to know as the manifester is what we want and why we want it. The universe then takes care of all the other things, how it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, and when it's going to happen. And, you know, hearing that, you may be like, oh, that's, that's great. All I need to know is the what and the why. Great. Fantastic. The universe is going to take care of the rest. But in practice, this is one of the most difficult things with manifestation. Because allowing the universe to figure out how it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, and when it's going to happen, that requires surrender. That requires us to let go. We got timelines. We got plans. We got things to do. We got things we want. And we will get in the way of the when, the where, and the how all of the time. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about a few concepts that allow us to really understand where we may be tripping up, where we may be blocking ourselves from what we desire, and how we can allow ourselves to really let go. And the first thing I want to focus on is the what. So often with manifestation, we think we know what we want. Like, mm, Sharon, why are we focusing on this? I know what I want. I want a new job. I want a new partner. I want a new home. I want a book deal. Great. You know what you want. But something that I've come to understand when it comes to manifestation is that we are often focusing on the wrong thing. Okay, so we're going into our very first game-changing idea. Everything that we desire is actually two subjects, the wanted and the not wanted. So for instance, let's take the example of I want a new job. That's what you want. And so often we think, well, that's what I'm focusing on, the job. But more often than not, we're focusing on what we don't want. We're focusing on the lack of what we want. So you think you're focusing on that new job, but what you're really focusing on is how tough the job market is or how there are no good jobs or how your last three job interviews went terribly or how all of your friends are unemployed. Let's say you want a new partner. You think you're focusing on that amazing relationship, but what you're really focusing on is how difficult it is to date. You're focusing on the last three dates you went on that were terrible. You're focused on how you want too much or you're not enough. Let's say that you want more money, okay? So you think you're focusing on what you want, right? That beautiful, big, abundant bank account. But what you're really focusing on 
is how there's no money in that bank account. How you don't know how to make money. You don't know when that money is going to come to you. So as I am saying this, I want you to really reflect love. I want you to be honest with yourself. Are you focusing on what you want or what you don't want? Another way of putting this is, I want to be well versus I don't want to be sick anymore. Or I want to be financially healthy versus I don't want to be broke anymore. Or I want to be in a loving relationship versus I don't want to be lonely anymore. What we focus on is what we end up manifesting. And for the longest time, I was like, but I'm focusing on the right thing. Why am I not finding a partner? And the truth was, I was actually focusing on what I didn't want, right? The lack of my desire. How everyone in the dating pool seemed to be so flaky and terrible and focused on themselves. How I wanted too much. How I wasn't enough. And you know what I kept manifesting? Terrible, flaky folks. And I would manifest relationships where this kind of core belief of mine, core fear of mine that I wanted too much and wasn't enough at the same time was always being triggered. It was because I was focusing on the wrong thing. I wasn't focusing on what I wanted. And when we say focus on what you want, it's focusing on that incredible relationship and really thinking of how amazing you're going to feel in it and how wonderful it's going to be. I'm talking about focusing on that incredible new job and how when you walk into your office, you feel seen and valued and respected and you really love what you are doing. When we think of our manifestations, it should feel really good. It should feel really great. And if when you think of your manifestation, it's not feeling so awesome, there's a bunch of reasons, but one of the main ones is because you're focusing on what you don't want. So that's game changer number one. Are you focusing on what you want or don't want? Sounds so simple, but makes such a big difference. Now we're going to move on to our second game changer. And this one focuses on belief. Over the last month, we have talked about belief a lot. Okay, if you want a refresher, definitely check out our last episode on lucky girl syndrome. So one of the core ideas around manifestation is that we manifest what we believe. And so the work of manifestation is really this process of shifting and changing our beliefs, because the more and more we shift those beliefs, the more and more we can manifest what we desire. So here is something that really trips us up when we think about belief, especially when it comes to our manifestations and what we desire. Now, this may be conscious or unconscious, but we want proof of our desire before we change our beliefs. So we want proof of that incredible job before we believe it's possible for us. We want proof of that incredible relationship before we believe it's possible for us. We want proof of that incredible money that's coming our way before we believe it's possible for us. As I'm saying this, does this resonate, right? That we are waiting for the thing that we desire to manifest and that's when we're gonna 100% believe it's possible for us, 100% believe that we deserve it, 100% believe that it's actually a real thing. What manifestation requires of us is an unconditional belief, meaning that we believe 
despite the conditions not being there. We believe even though we haven't manifested it yet. Y'all, I remember when I heard this concept, I was like, ugh. (laughs) Like it was calling me out. It was dragging me because I didn't realize it, but this is what I was doing. I was waiting for the thing to then 100% believe that it was actually within my grasp or possibility. And one of the metaphors that really helped me with this idea of belief and proof is the metaphor of gardening or farming. So when a gardener or a farmer plants seeds, they then, you know, do all the things at the beginning, right? They put it in the proper soil. They'll water it. They'll, you know, do all those things you need to do. I love how I'm using a metaphor for something I don't do. But like, okay, we get what I'm saying, right? Like a gardener, a farmer plants those seeds, does the things, and then just allows it to blossom and bloom and grow when it needs to and how it's going to. And, you know, they don't need proof that it's going to happen. Like they don't need proof of the corn stalk or the tree or the flower. They just do the things, they plant the seeds, they do the things, and they're like, okay, it's going to happen. This is what manifestation is supposed to be like. It's us really planting that seed of desire, doing those things that we've been talking about over the last four weeks, right, to nourish those seeds, and then really believing with absolute conviction that it's going to happen, even though you haven't seen any proof yet. You know, one of the trickiest things with manifestation is that there is always going to be a gap of time between when you plant your seed of desire and when you see the manifestation. That gap may be seconds, minutes, hours, but it can also be years. There will always be a gap of time, love. And that gap of time is often not a reflection of how well you are manifesting, but it's often a reflection of just when it's supposed to happen. We have to understand that there is always a gap of time. And if you are relying on proof to help you buoy up your belief or reinforce your belief or proof is the foundation of your belief, love, you are on very, very shaky ground because that thing is not going to show up, at least not for a little bit or maybe a whole while. I've shared this so many times on the podcast. I met my husband about three and a half, four years after I started my manifestation, like earnest manifestation process to find my partner. Three and a half to four years. If I relied on proof of this human, y'all, I would have given up two months in. I really, really would have. But I was like that audacious farmer. I planted my seed. I was nourishing that seed with everything I knew it needed. And I just allowed it to grow. I believed that my crops would flourish when they needed to, and I would harvest at the right time. So love, game changer idea number two is to really examine how much you may be relying on proof. Maybe you don't, maybe this doesn't resonate with you, but I think at a certain level it resonates with most of us. And to really let go of that need for proof and step into that unconditional belief. Now we're going to move into game changer number three. We're going to get deep into the how and when of it all. 
I've done a lot of podcast episodes on the how. We trip ourselves so much when it comes to manifestation because we want to know how it is going to happen, right? So we set this dream of ours that's huge and audacious and big, and all of a sudden our mind goes into planning mode. And we're like, how is this going to happen? How am I going to make this happen? How, how, how? And with manifestation, the hows will always take you out of belief. They will always take you out of alignment. They will always take you out of that space of possibility. Because if you were trying to manifest something you've never manifested before, you will simply not know your how. You're just not going to know your how. So for game changer number three, the idea is to let go of the how and embody the set it and forget it mentality. So set it and forget it. If you remember that line, it was back in the day, there used to be these infomercials where this guy, Ronco, used to have like, I think it was like a crock pot or some cooking machine. But the tagline was set it and forget it. So you would put all the things into this machine, all the ingredients, and then you would set it and completely forget about it. Let it do its thing. This is what we need to embody for manifestation. Love, all you need to know is what you want and why you want it. That's you setting it and forgetting it. Another great metaphor that I love for the set it and forget it mentality is the idea of when you go and order something at a restaurant. When you sit down at a restaurant, you give your order to the waiter, and then you just chill and have a good time. You sit and you enjoy the company of the people around you. You enjoy the ambiance of the restaurant. You're not getting up every two minutes and checking in the kitchen or asking the waiter, hey, where's my food? Is, wait, did I say this? Did I, did I do that? It, no. I mean, maybe you do that. Maybe, maybe if the restaurant's taking a really, really long time. And maybe if you have a lot of allergies. I totally understand. However, more often than not, when we go to a restaurant, we put our order in and then we sit and relax, believing, knowing our food is going to appear when it's supposed to and how it's supposed to. Love, manifestation is like putting an order in to the universe. There's a great book called E Squared by Pam Grout, and she talks about this idea of putting an order into the universe. And then acting like you're at a restaurant. Like, what would you do at a restaurant? What would you be thinking or believing? That is what we need to do with our manifestations. It's really about putting it out there and then learning how to let go, which is such a difficult thing because we want to figure out all the little steps, do all the little things. And more often than not, we will not know how our manifestations are going to manifest. The universe has its own little tricky schemes and plans and it will show us the way. So I want to share with you one of my favorite stories about the how, a how that totally surprised me. So speaking of Pam Grout, I was doing the exercises in her book, and one of them was to, was to write down a manifestation that kind of seemed a little bit audacious, a little more difficult for you. And so for me, I was like, okay, I want to win a free trip. I want to win a free trip. Like, this to me was like, how the heck are you going to do that, right? This was something that, okay, sure, I could apply for sweepstakes, but also it was outside of my conception of how I could do it, right? A free trip. So put that in, put that in my journal, I'm going to win a free trip. And the beginning, I was kind of looking all around me like, okay, 
trying to find proof. Like, okay, how, how am I going to win this? What's going to happen? Should I do this? Should I do that? What should I do? And then I completely forgot about it. Flash forward six months and I'm coming home from Toronto to New York. And our flight had been delayed by like two or three hours. Everyone was really ticked off in the gate. Like everyone was just at their wits end. And on that particular day, I didn't really care. I was doing work on my computer. I was actually having a great time. We'd gotten a food voucher. I was like, great, I'm just going to sit here and do my work. It's like an hour flight from Toronto to New York. It's not a long flight. I'll get in when I get in. Everything's cool. And I was kind of far from the, uh, the gate itself. Like I was sitting in an area where there weren't as many people, but I could still see the gate. So all of a sudden, I hear an announcement for our flight. And they say that the flight has been overbooked and they're willing to offer a $1,000 travel voucher for whoever would be open to going on the next flight, which was only an hour after our flight. Y'all, I, I told you I was far from the gate. I looked up, I heard this, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get to the, I'm not going to be able to claim this. Like, I'm too far. I get up and I'm like speed walking toward the gate. And I get up there and I'm like, oh my gosh, has anyone taken the voucher? And the person was like, no, no, it's absolutely yours if you want to go on the next flight. Y'all, this $1,000 paid for my trip to Thailand with my husband. This was our free trip. And what was wild to me, what was shocking to me, was that no one else got up to claim this. Honestly, I don't even think anyone heard it because I think they were totally in this closed space. I think I was able to hear it because I was in this really open, energetic space. And honestly, I was so far from that gate. I have no idea how I was the first one to claim it. Because $1,000 for a flight from Toronto to New York, which is like 200 250 max for an hour-long flight. Y'all, that was my how. Could I have ever guessed that how? Could I have ever planned that how? No way. I put that order into the universe. And it did the work for me. It did all of those steps that I couldn't figure out for me. You have to let go of your how. And if you struggle with this, there are a ton of episodes on the podcast you can listen to that have some great exercises. But letting go of the how is such an incredibly important step. All right, now we are at our final game changer. Game changer number four. And this one has to do with our timelines. So one of our biggest blocks, one of our biggest challenges when it comes to manifestation is the timeline. We have our own timeline in our mind of when we want things to happen. We also have this idea that if it doesn't happen now, it's never going to happen. And so often, our need for something to happen by a certain time is what blocks us from manifesting, right? Because when we're in that space of, when is it going to happen? Why isn't it happening now? Why is this taking so long? We're in that place of doubt. We're in that place where we're focusing on what we don't want. We're in that place of taking ourselves out of belief. And so being able to let go of that timeline you're holding on to is so incredibly important. And I get how hard that can be. I deeply get how hard that can be when you have an idea of what you want for your life and what things are supposed to happen in what order and when they're supposed to happen, I get it deeply. I really do. 
But like I said at the top of this episode, today's Mindset Monday, your job is to know the what and the why, and the universe will handle the how, the where, and the when. You know, I hate using the word divine timeline, but there is a divine timing to when things happen. You know, looking back now, I really understand that I was supposed to meet my husband when I met him. Even though for that timeline I'd made in my head, it was late. I met him after a time where I had done so much personal work and he had done so much personal work so that when we met, things were so easy. And I will share this part of our story that's kind of wild. So I had journaled many, many, many moons ago, probably sometime in my 20s, early 30s, that I wanted to get married by the time I was 35. Okay, 35. And I met my husband when I was 34. So when I met him, I was like 34. I was like a year. I'm like, this is ridiculous. No, I am not going to put any pressure on this relationship or this man to get married by a certain time. And to add to this as well, when I met Raj, he actually didn't want to get married. Like he just was like, I will stay with you in a partnership forever. But just getting married, that document, I don't need it. Like we don't need to get married. And y'all, I just let go. I let go because I was like, this is who I wanted to manifest. So if this is what it's supposed to be like with him, I don't care. We don't need to get married. We can just be together. And y'all, 13 months after we met, my now husband proposed to me and we got married 16 months after our first date. And I remember like a few months after the wedding, I was like, holy crap. I'm 35. I'm 35 and I'm married. What? Like, I didn't even realize it because I had just let it go. I let it be. I wasn't going to try to coerce or put pressure on because I knew that was going to mess up the manifestation. So sometimes I will say things do work out on our timeline, but it requires us to let go. It requires us to really surrender to what the universe wants for us. So now I want to share with you my favorite, favorite, favorite manifestation metaphor. This comes from Abraham Hicks. And I remember when I heard it, I was like, okay, I get it. So let's imagine you're going on a road trip. You're going from Los Angeles to Seattle, right? So it's, it's kind of a long road trip, but you're looking forward to it. You really want to go to Seattle. You want to get some coffee. You want to see the mountains. You're, you know, looking forward to this trip. So. In Los Angeles, you put Seattle in your GPS and you start driving. You start going and you're like, okay, this is, this is taking a while. Okay, but you know, the, the view's nice. Okay, okay, but, but this, is, this is taking a really long time. And so all of a sudden you get to Portland. You're like, what is this? I'm in Portland? I'm not in Seattle yet? I am in Portland? And you get so discouraged by being in Portland and not Seattle that you Turn the car around and you just go back home because you're like, you know what? We're never going to get to Seattle. This is a waste. I'm a failure. It's never going to happen. But you're like so close. You're almost there. And this happens so often with our manifestations. We put it in our GPS. At first, it feels kind of good. And then it starts to take a little too long and then a whole lot too long. And then we start to convince ourselves it's never going to happen. And so we give up all together. 
So love, you may just be in Portland. And all it needs is just a little bit more time, a little bit more patience, a little more belief. I'm going to leave you with the final questions that I ask in my manifestation course, Everyday Magic, which, hint, hint, is 50% off with the code 50 off for the rest of the month. But the final questions that I ask in Everyday Magic are, imagine you are a person who absolutely believes that their manifestation is going to happen. So just imagine that. You're just someone who's like, yes, this thing is decidedly going to happen. Now I want you to imagine how this person moves in the world. I want you to imagine what this person believes. Imagine how they speak to themselves. And most importantly, I want you to imagine what this person thinks of themselves. What meaning do they make when their manifestation hasn't happened yet? This last question is a really important one because so often we say the most unkind things to ourselves. We make the worst meaning of when our manifestation hasn't happened yet. We think we're failures. We think we're a mess. We think it's never going to happen for us. But if you actually believed it was going to happen with 100% conviction love, what would you say to yourself? How would you treat yourself? What would you do? That's manifestation love right there. So as we finish our time talking about manifestation, again, like I said at the top of this episode, I really hope you found something useful or helpful for you. And whether you want to call it manifestation or making shit happen, I don't care. I just want you to be able to make things happen with ease. I want you to be able to make things happen that you never imagined. So as we finish this episode, I want you to think of one thing that's really resonating with you. And we're going to take a deep breath in. Hold that one thing at the top. And breathe out. Love, I really hope you manifest everything you desire and more. Until next week, I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.